It's the first edition of a brand new podcast. Um, my name is Will, and I'll be introducing uh, your host for Convos with your mom's favorite. And your host is Mo, your mom's favorite. All right. So, yeah, man, tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Mo. I'm 29. I'm from New Jersey, Jersey City to be exact. Shout out to Jersey Jersey. Uh, I like movies. I like television. I watch those quite often. I'm also an avid bowler. So you just keep yourself busy? As much as I can. Now, now, now do you enjoy, like, when you say enjoy movies, yes. what types of movies, um, and how do you enjoy the movies? Uh, I enjoy, my top two are action movies and comedies. I watch those more than anything. And I actually spent, I spared no expense when it comes to like television and the way the movie sounds because I need everything. I need it to look good and sound good. It's a big deal for me. So your love of movies and, and things of that nature have brought you to this uh, this platform. So uh, tell them what the show is about. Uh, the show is about... um. I like to talk about movies and television with different people um, often. That's all I really talk about. And so I figure, why not do a podcast about it? Have different people. And what, what made you choose a podcast? Um, it's, a, it's a different, it's a newer platform. And it allows me to get it out there without necessarily showing my face. I am a bit of a shy person, though I do like talking a lot about these topics, but I don't really like my face being shown a lot. All right, so what makes you different from uh, those other movie podcasts? Because they're not my brain. Um, I tend to go against the grain a lot when it comes to what makes a movie good what makes a show bad, and everything in between. Um, most times, like I said, I find myself not agreeing with the best movie out now. And there's a movie that's not even being talked about. And I'm like, bro, this is the movie that everyone should be watching. What would you say to those people that assume you go against the green just because? That... That's not true. That's very cliche, but it's not. I'm not going against the grain just to go against the grain. I honestly believe that when it comes to my opinion on movies, it is different. It's not the exact same thing. It's not what you see in the media often. It's not what um, you read about in articles often. It's my own opinion, and you're not you're not gonna see how I feel from the perspective that I feel it often when you go and you watch a YouTube video or you read, like, Entertainment Weekly. All right, so, um, yeah, give us a list of some of your favorite movies and um, TV shows. This will uh, give us a little taste of what your brain taste. seems to, of uh, how it seems to function. Favorite movie of all time is Gridiron Gang. Of wow. all time. Wow. I mean, I've... I'm sure I speak for some some listeners where you know, you you didn't name uh, 
the great American film, or what is perceived as the great American films, <clears throat> excuse me, such as American Beauty or uh, Goodfellas or, you know. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Gladiator. Those are, those are good movies, but when I sit down to watch a movie, what makes a movie great for me is how much I watch it. And depending on the mood I'm in, when I go to watch TV determines what I watch. And if, for example, Gridiron Gang is a movie that no matter how I'm feeling, no matter what kind of mood I'm in, if Gridiron Gang is on television, I'm watching Gridiron Gang. No matter if it's 10 minutes left or if the movie just started, I'm going to watch that movie. So replay value is a very important aspect of a, of a movie or a TV show for you. Very much so. All right, so let's get into your uh, favorite TV show. Uh, favorite TV show, The Office. Of all time. Of all time. Okay, what what about The Office makes it your favorite? The fact that every watch through, I catch something I didn't watch the previous time I watch it. What do you attribute that to? Uh, Good writing is one. Because if you have a moment where um, I'm laughing, you kind of miss certain parts. Like, you miss, like, small scenes. And then the next time, because you've seen that and you know the laugh is coming, you won't laugh as hard or as long. So then you're able to see more of the episode that you didn't see the previous time. And you're like, oh, I missed that the first time. And now you catch it, and then you get a greater appreciation of the whole episode. So, so would you say? <clears throat> would you say that uh, great writing uh, is the most important facet of any entertainment? Yes, that's where it starts. It definitely starts with great writing. Like if you if you don't have a good if you don't have if you don't give the actors a good base to go off of, then so what's in? Uh, give me an unpopular opinion about a TV show that you think has terrible writing, but everyone loves. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think American Horror Story is that good of a show. Hmm. And that is based off the writing, or just overall. It's based off the writing, and a bit. I can't say I can't give it to the actors because the scenes, the clips that I've seen, they got some of the most top-notch actors in that show. Yes, they do. And, and the good actors, actors make terrible writing. Are doing their job, they're doing the best with the content they're given. Absolutely right. So, so, so uh, essentially, the the writing is poor. Um, yes. All right, America. I mean, I personally have never watched because i haven't had the uh what's the word i just never felt the need to but i know a lot of people that like it but the clips i have seen i do agree that writing is kind of suspect so uh what are some of your favorite genres in both uh tv movies or entertainment in general i'm a big comedy guy i love to laugh as much as i can um what type of comedy though like is it is it that dry humor, the satire, or, or is it just all of the above? It's all of the above. I love the satire, the dry humor, the situational comedy, the raunchy comedy. On occasion, it can sometimes go too far. Um, Give me an example of going too far. 
Okay. A situation where it went too far. Hangover. The Hangover. The movie. One of, one of the loved, greatest comedies of all time. One of the greatest of all time. What I didn't need was King Jong's character when he jumped out of the back of the trunk. I didn't need to currently. Like, it was funny that he was naked. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to see the front of him naked. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What about... uh? Oh, right, we we address comedy. We address um, comedy. I do like action movies because it doesn't it doesn't take much thought to enjoy an action movie. So it's more of an escapism type of thing. Yeah, you don't really need to. You don't have to. Most action movies, you don't have to pay too much attention to detail. You can if you want. So I got a question: the the writing in an action movie does that matter? Not really, no. So it's all about the so you're so Michael Bay is like explosions on explosions. Yes, because that works. I watch Transformers often. Gotcha. Again, replay value is important. Replay value. Uh, yeah. So with all that being said, what what are your goals with the podcast? I have a different perspective, I believe, as well as some of my friends and family who will be on the show later, they also share different perspectives. And I'd like to capture those moments on different styles and topics on movies and television and then share that. And then what do you what do you want listeners to come away from your show with? Maybe a different perspective about movies and or television that they didn't have before or as well as not even or as well as maybe giving certain genres and movies and television a chance that they wouldn't ordinarily okay so what do you what what genres or or a genre or specific movie do you think is underappreciated musicals and then and explain why i don't think that um there are some great ones out there. For example, Rock of Ages is a great musical. Rent is a great musical. But you def- in most circles, unless you're a theater buff, most circles you don't really... You're like, yo, you watch musicals? You kind of get looked down on a little. Yo, let's, 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 let's call it thing a thing. Musicals have a terrible con- uh, connotation for yeah, being... Yeah, like, and people who enjoy musicals... Yeah, especially... You're if a you, different kind of person. If you're a dude that enjoys musicals, most likely people think you're gay. <laughs> like, right. it's, it's, the, it's the assumption that... Which then, in turn, makes guys not want to even go near musicals, when, in reality, so, some musicals have great writing in there. Great writing, that tell the, great the, stories. The music is great, like, you know... um. I, I can okay I can understand uh, uh, what so uh, you got a musical you think is uh, underappreciated I guess all of them wouldn't be a good answer it's a blanket um, answer that's a Trump answer <laughs> <laughs> you know all of them all of them they're all you know they're all great people and Freaknik the musical 
I believe is underappreciated. One, because it's only been on TV twice. With 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 good reason to with, some extent. To some extent. But at its core, mm-hmm. you gotta admit it's a it was a great idea. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. I think that it was executed. You couldn't have done better with it. Right, right, right. It was the best that you got from that movie. Okay, so you want people to leave with a with a better appreciation of just certain genres in general. Um do you think people should leave do you think the con- the conversation should continue when they're done listening? Of course. Uh and what in what ways do you think, you know, they should stretch the conversation after an episode is over? Well, after an episode is over, you could then go think about what I said and you may not agree with me. And that's perfectly fine. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But then you could take what I said, have a whole conversation with someone else, and then a new idea could be formed. And and will you want to like spotlight uh, movies that no one's seen before, or and you know, or are you focusing ma- mainly on like major uh, films? And oh no, definitely not. I definitely want to uh, take a moment to talk about like minor films that don't get as much play because those films are just as important as major films. They might not have had the same financial backing or the big top actors in it. So most people don't know about it, but it doesn't mean it's not a, are you, are you going to get into conversations like, um, finances and movies and how they affect, uh, just the impact of movies in general. I'm, I'm only asking as a, I'm curious because when I think of the goals of the podcast, then I'm like, oh, well, are you going to shed like, are you just going to discuss movies and what makes movies great and terrible? Or is there going to be like conversation uh, based on current movie uh, things such as like uh, and uh, even today, as of this recording, we just realized that uh, Chadwick Boseman. Like took a pay cut. Took a pay cut for his fellow actress in uh twenty one Bridges. Bridges. Uh are are things like that gonna be tackled or Oh yeah. yeah. I definitely plan to because again, talking about just movies as is, that's honestly it's gonna get repetitive at some point. So so the goals of the podcast are to bring new perspectives about movies and television that weren't previously thought. To give my personal perspectives about movies and television. As well as deep diving into movies as a whole. Like the entirety of it. In all aspects. 
on that being pro- production, production what leads up to what a leads movie. up to it who's in a movie the drama behind the movie so 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 listeners can expect extensive research and like real factuals about like every right, yes. pretty much every topic you'll be covering uh, sounds good um so how do you enjoy movies like how did like do you how do you set the stage to watch a movie like is it just you know people have rituals or stuff like that like what's your favorite venue to watch a movie in just like how do you prep to watch a movie well my favorite venue to watch a movie is definitely the movie theaters um because that gives you the biggest screen um depending on which theater you go to determine you get the best sound um but if not i definitely enjoy it and watching movies at home in my man cave i've got uh some nice couches like comfort as you're watching the movie because some movies are long so you need to be if you're not so so what would you say are the top necessities for prepping for a movie a comfy chair, good visuals, and good sound. All right, so I got all three of those. I'm content. So, um, you like watching movies in groups or solo, or it depends on the movie and if I've seen it already. And again, where I'm watching it. I will watch a movie in a group if we're in the movie theaters because there's less we're less likely to talk about it in the theater. Okay, so we tackled movie, so what what how do you prep for a TV show? Like where is your preference for a TV show and what's the what are the three top things for a TV show you need? Cuz those for, are usually bingeable or Yeah. For a TV show, um, most times if I'm watching TV shows, I'm trying to binge them. So for me personally, a good all I need for a TV show is a comfy chair and good Wi-Fi. So give us the difference between um, are all TV shows bingeable? No. What makes one bingeable and what makes one not bingeable? Um, the difference being. The type of content on the show. You you think like pacing is important. Pacing is important, and certain certain shows, while good, movies and shows ex- themselves they affect people. Like they affect you. They affect how you're feeling. They affect your emotions, your spirit, everything. So certain shows you shouldn't absorb in big chunks, because then that could affect your mood. And then you're like messed up for the rest of the day. For example, P-Valley. Great show. I enjoy watching it. But it's not something... I couldn't binge that show. Yeah, for me it was Euphoria. I I'm, I don't think I could have watched... Definitely couldn't... That's another show. <laughs> Euphoria. I definitely couldn't, I couldn't one watch... One after another. One after another. I definitely needed to take the break. The seven-day break. The seven-day break. Though excited for the next week, mm-hmm. 
and the next episode, it wasn't something that I could absorb all in one moment. Whereas watching Game of Thrones, I went through four seasons in three days. Wow. That's that's gotta be some type of record. Um yeah, so so we uh we talked about preparation for movies and T V shows and and uh what are the best ways to watch. What what really but you have to get there. So what really draws you into a movie T V show type of situation? Uh a trailer. First and foremost. I'm a big fan of really good movie trailers. Me personally, I'm not a big football fan, but I do watch the Super Bowl because well not recently, but when I was younger growing up, you showed the best trailers for movies and upcoming shows were shown at the Super Bowl mm. other than in the actual movie theater. Like I'm upset when I make it when I don't make it early enough to a movie to see the trailers. And what would you what would you say about those uh those trailers that have all the best stuff in the movies in the trailer? It goes back to bad writing. Because if everything that was good about your movie is in the trailer, then you clearly haven't written enough good content to make the entire movie worth it. So, like with TV shows, are is it still the, is it still the same with trailers? Like not as much as a movie. I get into new TV shows. Well, for most if I'm streaming a show, I'll get into it based off of the algorithms that the streaming services provide. Because you've watched this, we think you'll like this. I'm going to be honest, when it comes to me, they're, most times they're spot on. Like, mm. when it, they're like, I think you'll like this, and then I watch it, and then this is pretty good. For example, I watch Big Mouth on Netflix. I love Big Mouth. And after every season, I just, like, I just rewatched the last season. And after I got to the end, they were like, we'll think you'll watch Hoops. Mm-hmm. So then I watched Hoops, and I really enjoyed Hoops. Mm. Or I, a good recommendation, depending on who the per, like, who's giving the recommendation. If I trust your, if I trust your knowledge of what I like on movies and television, I'll take that into consideration when I'm picking my next show. So, what makes a good movie? TV show. Uh, I know we discussed writing, but there's so many layers to, well, even separating them, there's so many layers to movies. Um, So what makes a good movie? A good movie has, well, like we said, good writing, uh, replay value. A good movie is one where... You leave you leave the movie theater satisfied, or you leave what you finish the movie and you're satisfied with what you just watched, and it invokes some kind of emotion in you. 
mm-hmm. may not be something that you physically show, but like you feel something towards the movie after you finish, like after you finish watching it, or even while you're watching it. So as long as as long as a TV show uh, or a movie has you emotionally invested, then it's it's done its job. It's done its job. Um, so what makes a bad movie slash TV show? Uh, because there's been bad ones. There has been bad ones. The complete, not even the complete opposite, but like a bad movie. There's bad acting, and the movie. Well, there's poor writing. The way the movie is shot can definitely have an effect on the quality of the movie. For example, I don't know if you've seen... Not Henry Danger. Hardcore Henry. I saw the trailer, which was a great trailer. It was a great trailer. Mm-hmm. But 10 minutes into the movie, and I'm nauseous. Well, yeah. I mean, you run because a risk with that as a first-person it's, it's movie. It's a first-person movie. And it was it's a good idea in concept, but... I used to get nauseous playing uh, Rugrats on PlayStation 2, so... Like, it's it's a good concept. Or was it PlayStation? But... How shot? Sometimes they take um, small concepts that shouldn't be, like, full-length feature films. You could do, like, a miniseries. Sometimes you try to cram too much into a movie... So you get to point A and you're at point F and you're like, what happened to everything in between? Yeah, continuity is super important. Continuity. Why do I keep saying continuity? I don't know. Because I I read it in my head as I say it. Continuity is very important in any movie or TV show. Like I was watching, and this is not about me, but and we can cut this. But I was watching Sister Sister and it pissed me off because I'm like, yo, that ain't to your boyfriend from the last episode. Like when do like what did I miss between like if I'm watching this chronologically week one to week two, what happened in the seven days? I'm cool if she got a new boyfriend within the seven days time, but please acknowledge that. that. Please, please, and like when did they stop working at the burger joint? Because it's like the next week they stopped going to work, but then they were back at the like they're working at the burger joint. Then they got a job at Ray's limo. But, and then went back to the burger joint, but then wasn't anymore. I just got the hammer. Ooh. But shout out to Jack A. Shout out to Jack A. Hey. Know what I mean? But yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, like, what? What's something? What would you tell somebody? What? How would you make somebody listen to your podcast? Like, how would you pitch it? I would start a conversation about movies. Like, I'd start a conversation and be like, hey, what kind of movies do you like? And then give them, like, lead them in the conversation about, like, the movie. And then be like, if you like this. All right, all right so, give, so give your listeners a... Give your listeners your podcast trailer. Hey, will you like comedies? 
I, I can laugh. I like to laugh. What kind of comedies you like? Oh, I like I like belly aching laughter. Belly aching laughter. Does that make? Does the belly aching laughter? If you don't get that, is it a good comedy? It could be still. Really? It could be. And I here's why. So, I liken it to like um, Arrested Development. Great I love show. that show. Great show. It really doesn't give you the belly aching laughter, but it's so witty and funny that you kind of just appreciate the jokes. Uh, it's like watching Seinfeld. Like I've never really belly ached, uh, but Seinfeld witty as hell. Like it's. It's great. Like, I see what you did just now. See, you just manipulated me into talking. It's not about manipulation. It's not manipulation. Yeah, it's just we're starting a conversation, right? Because I too enjoy belly aching comedies and the occasional witty comedy, but I think those can go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree? I do, and comedy isn't one-dimensional. I mean, most of these genres aren't one-dimensional. And I think uh, getting into that is super important because we have these conversations uh, on, you know, the Breaking the Barrier podcast, which I take part in, uh, about the depth of just... We we talk a lot about race, and we talk about the depth of, like, people, gender, sexual orientations, all that stuff. And I think there's something to be said about the the depth of movie genres and TV genres in general. Like, you got one comedic award for the Emmys with so many comedies with with layers. And, and you can't really appreciate, like, Insecure's comedy... Right. It's absolutely different from the comedy that of The Office or um, Big Facts or Big Mouth and or Family Guy. And you toss these, you toss all of them into the one category, the category. Of, of Umbrella. And it's like, how the hell do we, uh, like how? Like how do, how do we gauge who's funnier? And, and, you know, and the writing can be amazing, but it's like, that we go based off how many jokes were told and, you know, so. Yeah, that could definitely be changed because, like you said, they could even do it where, one, that award show would be super long. They already are. True. What I think should happen is they just, you know, like in high school, like, they pick who's in the school play and they post it up on the right. on the wall. I think at this point, you'll just post the winners online. and the same thing. They could do like they do with uh, gospel artists and Grammys. Well, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> that's essentially the same thing. They definitely post them outside of that cafeteria. Um, and it's always Kirk Franklin. So shout totally. out to Kirk. Um, so uh, yeah, upcoming will be tons of conversation with uh friends and family. Uh, and he'll be on the A mic. So, look forward to the the future themes, the future shows. Uh, What you got coming up? Uh, Coming up, I have an episode. We're going to talk binging television. Next episode. 
binging shows and why people binge shows? Well, I've been Will. You know, uh, if I if I could just plug us, real go ahead, quick, go you ahead. know what I mean. Uh, day, shout, out to, shout out to shout uh, to Breaking the Barrier podcast with my with my co host Taj. Uh, yeah, man, we we are a hundred percent behind this venture, and uh, yo, we wish you the best, man. Follow the Breaking the Barrier podcast on all social media platforms and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Everywhere, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Anchor. Uh, yeah, you just hit us up on, just look for us on Anchor FM. You know what I mean, and you find all the lists there. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, listen, shout out to the conference with your mom's favorite. And uh, all the stuff he's going to do in the future. And, yo, the man said it himself. Y'all don't think like him. And uh, you you want to stay tuned. So, any closing words, sir? Listen to me. You might want to. <laughs> <laughs>